Hey, Internet. Internet, it's good to see you again. How you been doing? This is uh, Here Come the Warm Gents, the Internet's first and only alias podcast. Still is. Special episode this week. We're joined by a honorary warm gent, Paul. He lives with me. Uh, we record this in our living room. Why make him go to his room when he can just sit here and enjoy? Uh, Paul, say hello so everybody knows you off off in the distance. I'm usually not here for this. <laughs> no. And he, maybe he'll pipe in. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll have something to add when we talk about uh, facts. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So he, he gets to witness the magic uh, that none of the rest of you do. He's the first one to witness the magic. All right. So today we're talking Season 2, Episode 5, The Indicator, ah. directed by Ken Olin, written by Jeff Pinkner. Wikipedia summary, Sydney discovers a terrifying secret when she's sent on a case to track down a new generation of weapons. Meanwhile, Vaughn suspects Jack of setting up Irena to take a fall. Sloan tells Jack the truth about Emily's death. That's pretty succinct. I think so. We, 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 we open... Sydney's in uh, her mom's weird Hannibal Lecter cell. She's looking at those earrings. Looking at the earrings. Which uh, earrings. we talked about them last week. They don't. They were not. There was no. They weren't filed down. She didn't use them to stab someone. Significance undetermined. Okay. Then we we also see the Joint Intelligence Committee in a special session, uh, where we get a nice, healthy, thick exposition dump. Yeah. For, for everything that you're missing. Ben Carson's there? Yeah. It's like Ben Carson, like in a Bill Cosby costume. <laughs> and I looked it up. Like, I must just be a racist. No. Like, thinking that this guy looks like Ben Carson. Pretty close. The actor is named Damien Leake. But- uh, you get three guesses uh, <laughs> to name some of the movies that he's in. Oh, I couldn't do that. No. Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, all right. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. And at Bernie's. Two. Two. All right. You think one of those uh, voodoo guys that carries Bernie around looks like Ben Carson? Is that why you're saying that? It could be. Hey, that was like 20... Uh, that, that wasn't where I was going, but... Um, makes that joke about Mobu? Maybe. Weekend at Bernie's, too. Look it up. It's canon. <laughs> it's Weekend at Bernie's canon. <laughs> yeah. Weekend at Bernie's canon. All right. Uh, well... I get a third guess. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, my third guess <laughs> would be... Uh, Podcast uh, rules. You must yeah. get a third guess. Uh, Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Apocalypse Now, Serpico, and Highlander. Ah, yeah. all yeah. I mean, those are just as random as Paul's guesses. Right? Uh, they are. Yeah. I was very impressed with all them guesses. Yeah. And also, I'm not a racist. He does look like Ben Carson. It's... I looked side by side at photos. Yeah, like that guy gets told on the street all the time that he looks like Ben Carson, and he's sick of it. So it's in my notes. I uh, we have a third party to confirm if Paul wishes to, if the listeners wish it. Ben Carson incognito at Sydney's rundown meeting. That's my note. Okay, so all right. Ben Carson so, like in a kind of like a wig. So, so I'm no less racist than you. No, I guess I don't know. Or J.J. Abrams. No, or Jeff Pinkner or Kennel and or anyone else involved. What about Orchie. Yes, his name his name was in the credits, Roberto Orji. Well, he's a producer. Yeah. All right. So, and we we cut to Vienna. This means nothing to me. And they uh, they Sonny Corleone, some guy in yeah. traffic. <laughs> Not even that. Like they just like two guys with shotguns just unloaded those things. The Austrian connection. Yeah. His name's Hater. He's killed by the triad. 
Uh, who cares? Yeah, I was just like, I don't even know who this is. I'm not keeping up. Like, the violent death was, uh, you know, it's attention-grabbing, but you're like, I don't even care if who part of what syndicate. And yeah. So the whole deal is that Sydney has to break into a weapons facility in Hungary uh, to take pictures of prototype next-generation weapons. Right. You're thinking, like... Like, one of those uh, guns from a racer that's, you can like look at a guy's heart, yeah, and then put like a rail through it. Yeah, none of that. We finally see. I, what, what is there even the talk? This episode is bullshit. Yeah. Oh, so we can talk about how uh, in this uh, this scene where she somehow is infiltrating this Hungarian uh, what a bookstore. I don't know. It's arc. It's another archive. It's another yeah. like office building staffed by a nerd. Yeah. She has a this, Hungarian like, nerd. This terrible blonde wig. She just—it's like it's so bad. She just looked like, uh, like David Bowie in the Basquiat movie as Andy Warhol. Like David Bowie in that wig is is like it's distracting. It's like David Bowie put on like a costume. What's he doing? Yeah. Is he aping around like Andy Warhol? Vaughn has Jack's number. He says, "Hey, <laughs> I know what's up." He's done this before. <laughs> Let me talk to that guy who uh, I see, I, stole I, a bunch of Simtech. You're, so you're saying this like you, I, it took me a minute to say to figure out you were saying that metaphorically. Like I got your number. Like I know I know what you're up to. I you thought like, he was calling. Yeah, it's like he's like, you know what? I went through the directory because we, yeah. as we've seen in earlier, and as we've seen in earlier episodes, yeah. it's so easy to get into a, a directory at the CIA and get any information you want. As, Laughable. Yeah, as Jack has done. It's like, yeah, hey, I got your number. Uh, you know, I heard you like to go to bars at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, let's meet up. Did you remember who Russick was? Russick. He said it's not the first time. Remember Russick? Do, you don't remember no, Russick? No, I don't. Russick is uh, that SD6 guy that Jack had beaten to death. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Miguel Sandoval, the, right. the guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. So call it back to like, I don't know, middle of season one. I, I, yeah, I think I remember at the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was some, it was that guy who got beat up. We finally get to see Francie's restaurant, <laughs> and I thought it would be like there'd be like a fern. It's like and a, some Tiffany. It's lamps. like a nightclub. It's like a shitty bright red. It's small. Yeah, it's like when people are like, oh, it's we're a uh, uh, Chinese food restaurant, and red's a lucky color in in uh, China. Let's make this place look red and fucking stupid. Yeah, it looks like something out of Irreversible. It looks like it's like a. <laughs> A fucking nightmare club. <laughs> and it didn't even think about just how visually unpleasant it was. Yeah. And they're playing this music that's, uh, it's, uh, sounds like CNC music. In the Netflix Hulu version, it sounds like CNC music factory. It's like a vocoder. It's like uh, Neil Young's uh, trans album. Yeah. Uh, which he probably wouldn't call now. <laughs> no. <laughs> probably. Is he going to have that reissued? How would he no, have that reissued? I, I think he's a man of integrity. I'm just saying, if, were he to release that album now, he probably wouldn't call it trans. Why not? I don't know. It's it's sticky. Yeah, the vo- the he vo- could call it It's Sticky. That would be a good name for a record. It's Sticky by Neil Young. Yeah. All right. So other music from the episode that's I read was in it, but I didn't recognize in the episode. This World by Zero Seven. Uh, Brimful of Asha by Corner Shop, a Britpop classic. Uh, when I Get You Alone by the disgraced philander Robin Thicke. Ooh. Oh. And, is he, wait, uh, is he disgraced for his philandering or for his copyright infringement? Uh, Technically for... Well, both. Why do I have more? I, mean, I, I don't. I don't give much credence yeah. to the plagiarism because who cares? Uh, I don't Are you think. Sure <laughs> uh, John Fogarty did. Yeah, yeah. That. that 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 had layers. And also, the Golden Age by Beck. None of these songs were in the episode. Nope. I didn't even hear uh, Temp 
music or replacement music for these songs in the episode. I, I there was like one song when Jack was uh, confronting or Sydney was confronting Jack at the very end, which uh, it was meant to be "River" by Joni Mitchell, which is off okay. Blue, and it was replaced with "The Road to My Family" by Cherie Plett. Yeah, it was. It was just something. I think we've had this discussion. It's like clearly. Even when it's not, it's I think weak we, white person feisty music. Yeah, and it didn't suit the scene. You've done the due diligence, diligence, and you found out that even when they don't replace it, it's still kind of shitty music. Yeah, I guess the only thing they really fought for, uh, for the digital rights or whatever they're going to call it, was the Bob Dylan song we mm-hmm. heard a while back, which is a pretty big song. Yeah, uh, they'll fight for Bob Dylan, but uh, not Joni no, or no Smash Mouth. Wasn't there wasn't there supposed to be Smash Mouth in the Vatican theft episode? No, that was supposed to be. Was it Propeller Heads? Maybe the well, Smash Mouth is always in. <laughs> always, we've had repeated instances of Smash Mouth. The uh, so the, when they go to the Vatican, they have to steal that painting, and it's like just generic ska. I think that was originally supposed to be a Smash Mouth song. No, I, I think it was supposed to be like Propeller Heads okay. or something. Uh, you're you're wrong, and you should tell me you're sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Stand. Can corrected. we get past this already? Yes. All right. What's the deal? All right. So so Vaughn meets with uh, Manolo D'Souza. Yeah. Jack Simtek. What's Manolo D'Souza being mocked by Paul in the distance? For everyone yeah. who might have forgotten the honorary warm gent, who doesn't even follow us on Twitter. No. I just want to make that like make that known. He do- doesn't even follow us on Twitter. This this scene in the van with the guy who sold the explosives or planted the explosives. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's out of focus. Horribly out of focus. Uh, no. So wait, oh, wait. Let's back up a second. Okay. So we know that from the. Not only the exposition that frames the beginning of this episode of like her panel that she's reporting to, yeah. but in the last couple of episodes previously, we see Jack talking to this guy about the explosives. And here's the thing: so that guy took the explosives to this little hut and blew and planted them to blow yeah. up. Correct? Uh-huh. Why the fuck was he caught transporting them back? Like, did he have <laughs> like he's like, oh, I got surplus. I can't just throw this out. Some kid will find it. <laughs> Like in uh, Die Hard of the yeah. Vengeance? Yeah. No, uh, no, he was uh, he was arrested for stealing it, I think. Wait, wait, he got so he got arrested for stealing it after the fact? I thought he was... Uh, to me, it sounded like he was arrested for attempting to uh, travel between the country with that explosive, which makes no goddamn sense because he pretty much just got burned for carrying like access explosives with him. <laughs> That's what he did. He's like, oh, yeah. I had leftovers. Oh, fuck me. I got caught. Just leave it in the jungle, fella. Yeah. I bet your margins are pretty thick. Yeah. Hey, if you need more explosive, I'm sure your buddy Jack could help you. The whole setup of Vaughn finding out about this, everything was completely unnecessary. He was way too paranoid. Like, oh, there's only one camera that picks up infrared or one satellite, and that satellite was over here. And he knew that the one that was in this uh, quadrant of the zenith meridian of the stratosphere just happen to have uh infrared so how do you know that it's like whatever vaughn we cut to budapest he's jealous he is jealous he's jealous and papa he's don't petty. preach yeah and he's in trouble deep you're gonna get a sued careful <laughs> we're, we're trying so <laughs> we've already had one letter of a season desist let's just go out <laughs> let's just get lawyers involved madonna's lawyers yeah so marshall flinkman <laughs> He his little gadget this week is a tube of lip gloss with three projectile cameras in it, right? Plus another one on the 
the butt of it, I think. Uh, it's just what yeah hans it's uh it's, <laughs> it's offensive to all right so that actor <laughs> kevin weissman he's the only one with any on the show with any kind of an active social media presence and i thought if anybody's gonna listen to our show it's gonna be dwarf hands so we should probably stop calling him dwarf hands because he doesn't have much of a sense of humor uh we don't know about that. that yes we do his he has no sense of humor about uh his weird body and head so these little cameras in the lip gloss have optical zoom lenses. And uh, did you know that they were uh, ejectable? Like they just no, he didn't make that clear. Yeah, I they don't just, think uh, you point at the wall, and they just perfectly like snap to it. My phone. I have a phone made like 15 years after this episode yeah. aired, and it doesn't have an optical zoom in it in its camera. It's, well, just, it's ridiculous. It's not made by SD6. That's true. If uh, maybe Apple, they should uh, kick these uh, Johnny Ive, Tim Cook bozos to the curb. Yeah. Bring in a man with normal size hands to, <laughs> to one infinity loop or whatever it's called. Uh, maybe like guys like Tim Cook is like the, like the, uh, you, could, you could say commercial, but the, the real talent is like scooped up by spy agencies. Mm. We're talking about Hungary. I just remembered mm. our one listener is Hungarian. Hey. Hey, shout out to uh, Maria Lajos. I hope I'm pronouncing your last if, name correctly. Uh, if the Hungarian spoke in the show by Sydney in her David Bowie wig is off, please let us know. Yeah. I, they, that, one more thing to criticize. That nerd love. was enamored of, uh, of her claiming that she had Hungarian parents. He like, oh, you lit, his Hungarian, eyes huh? lit up. And his yeah. like, weird like five-day, five-o'clock shadow. Like, And, of course, you know, she speaks Hungarian. That's charming. <laughs> But mm-hmm. let's be honest, Jennifer Garner, a handsome woman, you know. Mm. I, what what does it take for uh, Jennifer Garner to draw a smile? Not much, I bet. I think, yeah, I think a little the. I think the it's the kind of good think, jokes we're missing out on by yeah. only having two microphones, yeah. <laughs> piece of paper and a pencil, says Paul, from the Paul Nut Gallery. Oh, I like that. Oh, that was yeah. Nice. Fuck you. How do you like that piece of paper and a pencil? I invented the Paul Nut Gallery. <laughs> so we have in this uh, assembly uh, room in Budapest, we're mm-hmm. thinking, uh, oh, what are the next-gen weapons? It's little kids assemb- like putting guns together. Kind of doing like a shitty job of it, too, honestly. Well, they're children. I mean, you know, how but, good could they be? So this is 2002, 14 years ago and change. Is it know. 2002? Yeah. So it's, it's not, oh, it's this is like fall of two thousand two, right? So these kids today, uh, they'd be in their early twenties, I guess. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, mid twenties, mid twenty, ready yeah. for action, ready for excuse me, <laughs> uh, for spy action or for your own uh, grass on the field play ball. The grass know. on the field. They're in their twenties, and uh, so it's odd to think that today these kids would be Sydney. These Project Christmas oh, kids. Oh, hey, this, this sounds like an easy reboot. Easy ah. reboot. Ah, yeah. Abrams, you got some clout. You can throw in Greg Goonberg. Fuck, we know you want to. And then I, I, I have this note saying, Sydney was definitely in the KGB's 80s program to create Spy Kids, right? Yeah, she was. They, uh, I thought I was being clever, but they, it was, it's not like later foreshadowing. It's, it's like this episode, yeah, so who yeah. cares? Back at SD6, Arvin's wait, drinking. Wait, 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 wait hold on. So was this before or after uh, her mom, before she foreshadowed it, when she said, you didn't tell her what you did after I got caught? 
That wasn't in this episode. That was. Or was it in the... Maybe it was in the previously on it. That could be. Yeah, so that's yeah. why it's fresh. So at SD6, Arvin is drinking. Yeah. I like I like, I like, I like non-Alanon Balaban. Just like... It's like big, a big <laughs> glass of a brown liquid. Yeah. Like a Kids in the Hall businessman character. <laughs> he admits that he killed his wife with sodium morphate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about that? Uh, it's fictional. Sodium morphate? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it shows up a lot in spy fiction. Or, okay. Uh, not spy it, fiction. It's, it's not like in Graham Greene novels, but like in, you know, this sort of like bullshit uh, kind of science fiction. Like a black box magic. Uh, right. Unobtainium. S- yeah. Cyanide thing. Pill, uh, like, yeah. It's, uh, it, it works however you want it, whenever you want it. No, it specifically always stops the heart to the point where someone can fake a death. Okay. So it's like, vo- it's, always- it's like voodoo powder. Voodoo powder? The actual, like, blowfish venom that they use to create uh, voodoo zombies. Like what it, is this from? Is uh, this from Serpent in the Rainbow? What is this? It's probably... We can Bernie's too? <laughs> it's probably in Live and Let Die. It's canon. <laughs> it's Live and Let Die canon. But it's, uh... uh look it up. It's like a, like when they... In, like, uh, actual voodoo rituals in wh- wherever they may happen in the Caribbean, I believe. It's, it's a blowfish venom. It stops the heart... And I think the reason people seem to be uh, zombied is because they've suffered serious brain damage from uh, the oxygen loss. Sure. They're all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. All fucked up on, uh, get fucked up on uh, blowfish. Good times. Sounds Anthony, expensive. I, Anthony Bourdain lives a good life. So, yes, we talked about the magic, uh, what have you, uh, sulfates he adds to the wine. Yeah. Uh, his, like, logic was this. Uh, SD6 was using her as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. I did not approve of this. Turns out she wasn't actually in remission like the whole audience thought she was. Turns out uh, she actually was going to die of cancer. So what I was right. doing was removing the bargaining chip from SD6 as a point of pride. And he was trying to say, like, I didn't, I c- didn't kill my wife for the wrong reasons. I uh-huh. killed my wife for the right reasons. It was this really weird, fucked up logic. Did you did you get a sense of that? Like, wait, what are you trying to say? Like, why are you going on about this? It seemed consistent with everything that we've been shown so far. No, 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 no. Wait, I think we jumped ahead because he's telling, or is, is when he's talking to Jack. Yeah, he's telling Jack that the wine put her to sleep, mm-hmm. and then the whatever gave her a heart attack. Sodium morphine. Yeah, it gave her a heart attack. Yeah. Later, we get the. I want to talk about this in some detail. So we should talk about the reveal of the heart uh, palpitation medicine. All right. Know, or you know what? Everything else is is. Uh, is that Jeff Garland's wife from? Uh, no, from Kirby Susie Esmond. Yeah. No, the. You know uh, I'm talking about the expert. The yeah. Which who was she? She's just some woman. It's like I know about. She seemed like she should have been a major character. I know about like the KGB's secret child program, and I can also do like some recovered the, memory shit. The character's name is Virginia Care. Okay, and this is the only episode she's in. <laughs> it's very weird that they would introduce this character like with speaking lines, and then she's only only in the one episode. I guess because she knows about Project Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Where did we first learn that? Because it gets said, I, I feel like it gets said later in the episode, like, oh, yeah, the aforementioned, the uh, titular Project Christmas. Toward the end of uh, the, the first season, I think, we learn about Project Christmas, but we don't know what it is. Okay. Or maybe it's on uh, Irina Derevko's dossier or something. I can't keep up with all this bullshit. 
that she, Imagine how Sydney feels. She saw this stupid fucking mountain. Uh, Rambaldi predicted her DNA and her heart size would be the same. Like, what the fuck is going on? It doesn't make a lot of it, sense. It's just, oh, God, they get paid by the word or something. I don't know. It's somehow dizzying and boring at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a tightrope. It's minutia, yeah. yeah. So we've got the guy who used to run KGB Psych Ops Division, mm-hmm. Valerie Kolakov. He's in the triad, the thing that killed uh, the guy at the beginning in, in uh, wherever the hell that was. Vienna. Vienna. Shotgun in Vienna. Yeah. And he has a house in Buenos Aires, and God damn it, Sydney's going there. Well, what else are you going to do? And they get there, and it's like uh, it's a pool party, but he's the only one swimming. <laughs> yeah. <I> like, <laughs> everybody else is in suits, and there's one guy swimming. Because the suits guys are bodyguards. But what kind of a party is this? It's a I'm a fucking uh, drug not drug lord. That's that's kind of racist. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it's not racist. Wait, he's he Russian. Had, he's he had, in South America, but right. you know, he's he's Russian. But he had like women. It was like you if you're gonna throw parties for yourself, they're not you, swimming. Who cares? They're women. They're in bathing suits though. They get, are they? I don't know if he's the kind of guy that's like listen. Uh, he talks to one of his like women wranglers, mm. like make sure there's beautiful women that look like this. They're in bathing suits, but they don't touch the water. Only I touch the water. Yeah, like I don't know some kind of crazy shit like that. Sydney, maybe he doesn't want pee pee in the pool. Doesn't want pee pee in the pool. Doesn't want ah. Ladies wear a he lot. He doesn't of, swim in their toilets. Yeah. So why would they pee in his pool? Yeah. They women put on scented oils and lotions. He doesn't want all that shit rain off into mm. his pool. Good point, gentlemen. Yeah. So Sydney uses like a pocket catapult. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's, it's like, like a, a Wii balance board. Yeah, and it just launches her twenty feet Wire, into the air. Yeah, uh, somehow stores kinetic energy and then releases it after a certain amount of time. Yeah, then she fights uh, Valerie Kolikov, and he's got a stun gun. What do you call that thing? Stun gun. Yeah, yeah. She's a taser. Throws him face first into a koi <laughs> pond. What's he die? I don't know. You, you, yeah, certainly. You get some current in him. Yeah, but is he like, is his whole body smoking? Is it that kind of a thing? No. No? It's, it's, you don't think so? I don't, I think it might be like, yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that, but. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Let's not forget the best scene in Arvin's house. Yeah. We He's, got uh, shirtless at last. Yeah. And he walks out of the shower. There's a glass of wine. Is this Nina some freaky opera? I mean, it, uh, it's, it's just opera. It's so Arvin has a panic room in his bathroom closet. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just full cameras. of monitors. <laughs> he calls his guy. Yeah. He's like, hey, Peter, what's going on in my system? And it's like, well, it says uh, somebody else shut it off. I don't yeah. know. It's like, why would I do that? <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make any sense. And uh, I, I like that the guy knows and Arvin he, might want to have no video in his apartment. Yeah, or this apartment in his mansion. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so there's no. I guess it's live, but the, it, it doesn't like record the tape, record live, so we can let me rewind that and see what happened. It's just like it's got a buffer. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll start the video back on. It's like, oh, which God is damn odd it. because that's uh, a technology that like a convenience store has. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like he should be able to, to jog back ten minutes. Yeah. Before before he got into his shower, uh, maybe they see him get in the shower and they're like, "All right." I'm oh not, wait, the I'm security, uh, the, the apparatus was shut off. The, sure. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it, we, they should be able to. Someone should be watching the video. Whomever he's calling mm-hmm. would be like, "Hey, I noticed some uh, like uh, gothic horror ghost of a woman scorned." 
uh, came in from the ether and like shut off your security camera. Are you okay? Like, you should be able to see that. Like, what well, we we could pay for like ADT or some whatever fucking uh, sure. panel yeah. in our wall that will do that for us. There's no price uh, that can be put on peace of mind. No, so, none yeah. whatsoever. So yes, he oh, he, uh, he is freaked out about that. Yeah, and he finds a glass of wine. Ooh, and the... and he gets some nerd to. Uh... So you know who that nerd is? So yeah, I do. Who is this? You tell me. You tell me. I've got a, a big. I got a paragraph. Okay, let's see your paragraph. Is it because you, you're going to touch upon? Are, what are I want we you. are we paragraph measuring? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a fucking right. paragraph measuring contest. Oh, do you want me to go? I indented, baby. Go. All right. So the character's name is Agent Kelsey, played by '90s character actor Kevin West. He's in the following: Toys, Indecent Proposal, Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> Junior, Blank Man, House Guest, Biodome, Santa with Muscles, and Clean Slate. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you got on uh, Kevin West? So back to House Guest. Do you remember what his character was in House Guest? No. He was the fucking like nerdy wine expert. Really? And what's he doing in this episode? Yeah, he's talking about wine like a fucking nerd. <laughs> Somali- you know how nerds love wine. Uh, all right, so this nerd he extracts VTX from the wine. Wait, what? What does he extract? VTX, what's that? It's VTX. It's a calcium-based antidote. Or- it count. It counteracts sodium morphate, among other things. Oh. Where are you leading us, Paul Nut Gallery? With uh, or, or what with VTX? Well, why would he have the antidote for sodium morphate in his wine glass? So kind of a clue as to who might have left that wine glass. So the level of writing on this show <laughs> is so low that somebody who, who hasn't seen an episode in fifteen years can be like, I don't know, it seems kind of clumsy. <laughs> yeah. It seems like an easy it seems like an easy hole to fill, but nope. Yeah. He's not looking at notes. He no didn't idea. watch it with me. He didn't our, read a summary. Our vague shitty uh summary and analysis is all he has to go on. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah. I see. It's an antidote. Yeah. Sydney puts together a Puzz three D of a weird tower. That's like part of the training. Oh, wait, so for, we, for we the just, spy kids is Puzz three D. Wait, well we uh just said uh Emily might not be dead. Sydney's hypnotized. In her memory, Jack is taking care of Christmas. Christmas will be all set. <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism, but go ahead. And then, just to make Daddy happy, young Sydney puts together a pistol. And then a Puzz 3D? It's like a straight-up obelisk. It's not like a uh, 3D architecture building she has to figure no. out. No. No flying buttresses in there, that there's motherfucker. There's no uh, Puzz 3D of the Washington Monument, yeah. probably. Actually, I'm almost certain there is. Is, uh, she, is she compelled to do this? Is it like, she does it basically at, like out of muscle memory. Yeah. yeah, it's like muscle memory. Um, She's just bored in the moment. Yeah. She's discovering herself in the, a freaky way. The actress that plays young Sydney only plays her one more time. And that seems like a spoiler, but it's not. Yeah. Because she's the main character of the show for, I don't know, four more years. So Wait, the child? Yeah, I don't know. How many no, times Sydney. have how many times are they going to flash back to her, her I don't know, 3 her, gun Her childhood talking? spy training? It seems like it could be kind of a recurring thing, but usually you say, oh, well, this actor's only in it for three more episodes, and then, uh, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. But and they're I mean, on uh, Talking Alias with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? What a horrible 
horrible world. <laughs> we would be out of a job. Yeah. We would be homeless on the streets if Chris Hardwick <laughs> got in the alias recap game. We, yeah, we wouldn't be taking the uh, couple foul per episode that we're getting now. We'd be forced to get actual jobs if that happened. All right. Then Sydney confronts Jack. You made me into a spy kid. Yeah. Who cares? We Why already, we already talked about this. Why? Da- okay, so I was curious. I think this is a little bit of uh, Roberto Orchi's politics, the 9-11 truther. Uh-huh. So, uh, I know you what know. you meant. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, he has some things to say about food stamps that I'm going to cover now and in great detail. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the whole idea that you know the um, Jack is planting bombs, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, certain buildings had to have bombs planted in them because uh, jet fuel can't burn still. Yeah, yeah so I, it's I kind of like right. uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, he's using he's turning Sydney against her mother mm-hmm. and promoting his own agenda sure. much like you would argue that uh 9-11 was to promote uh, a separate right. agenda an so, inside agenda so jack will. is like cheney and uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh and sydney's mom is twin towers she's like the uh, twin uh towers she's like people that don't want to uh, go to war in iraq for oil i think vaughn is people who don't want to go to war in Iraq for oil in this. We have to break. We have to get this right. No. Yeah, you're right. No, Vaughn is like, what happened? And he doesn't trust the government. It's like, oh, it's a terrorist attack. He's like, no, wait a minute. So in, in this uh, microcosm of, of 9-11, yeah. Vaughn is a truther? Yeah, he's okay. the original truther. That's interesting. Much like Orchi is. So is 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 Vaughn a uh, what's the word like a surrogate for Orchi? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Like question what you're being told. All right. I'm buying this. Yeah. I'm on board. I guess that makes me a, a truther of some variety. <laughs> it makes you a a, a Jack Bristol truther. Yeah. When we discovered uh or you discovered Victor Garber's <laughs> wonderful <laughs> fan site yeah it's a beautiful fan like site a, there's like a nightmare of a ux design oh but like it's like but, he, they, like i just realized it's like a weird fibonacci sequence a mm-hmm. golden ratio of like gar- like different size victor garbers <laughs> yeah it's it's victor garbers all the way down yeah but yeah. like they're like within like i'm like there's this size victor garber and he's looking at uh someone inverted the the axis so mm-hmm. it's left to right and the other victor garber is right to left so he's looking at himself at a different uh Height ratio? Ah. It's fucking weird, man. I guess that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Boring bullshit episode. Uh, Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah. For uh, this episode of Alias and this episode of Here Come the Warm Gents. You don't want to meet I have notes on the commercials I was watching through Hulu. I can't join this conversation because I I pay the extra $2 or whatever it is a month. But go ahead. And no, wait. So wait, wait, wait. I want to clarify so you get no commercials whatsoever i heard someone that said they paid for it and they there get like are they get, some new programs that have commercials at the beginning and end of the episode oh, such bullshit whatever because you pay oh, what are you paying for then what the fuck? alias is commercial free very well yeah so sit on it anyway yeah let's get to the end of this damn episode please <laughs> talk to us at the warm gents uh, oh are open- you done with talking about the commercials yes and you're uh, open up your phone app that you dictate to and say, here come the warm gents. And if we don't pop up, uh, we'll sue Brian, Eno. yeah, we'll put we'll sour puss Brian, Eno on the street. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't give, I don't give a damn because what goes around comes around. 
Um, he knows what he did. He knows what he did. Oh, um, he knows what he did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at Twitter at warm gents, warm gents, gmail.com, uh, Facebook. <laughs> Don't sound so dejected. All that. Shit. Cause you have to say Facebook. I, I hate saying Facebook, Facebook message us. Use messenger because everyone loves that bullshit. All right. So until next time, I'm Matthew. And this is Mitchell. And the Paulnut Gallery. Gallery. Hopefully that was picked up. Yeah. If he's not picked up, we're just going to sound like uh, we're we're sharing a hallucination. Oh, all our listeners would be so pissed. Uh, Yeah. Until next time. All right. Bye.